0: Hey everyone, BT here. We've got a really great episode coming your way. This one's all about Joe Rogan and his growing influence and what we're sort of deeming here the death of legacy media. Spotify recently received a petition to shut down Joe Rogan or at least pull down some of his COVID-specific episodes because he is spreading false and societally harmful information and is a menace to public health. These are very, very profound statements coming from the legacy media themselves. So come on inside, check this one out. I think you're going to enjoy it. And again, this is an opportunity for you to think for yourself. Let's go.
1: Successful people learn how to make their mind work. I'm David Nagel and this is the Successful Mind Podcast.
0: here. Uh, Excited to be in the studio once again here with David. How are you doing, David?
1: I'm doing great. How are you?
0: Very good. So before we get started, there's just one little bit of housekeeping that I wanted to get out of the way uh, for our listening audience. So uh, starting February 2nd, this is very exciting news. Starting February 2nd, we're going to be releasing YouTube exclusive content on our Successful Mind podcast page on YouTube. And we're going to start it with a great series that you did, David, on one of your favorite books in professional development you've mentioned on this podcast many, many, many times, and that is Working with the Law by Raymond Hollywell. This content, just for those of you who are listening, this content will not be released into our audio platform feeds. This is going to be exclusive to YouTube. So to take advantage of that, be sure to go to youtube.com slash the successful mind podcast. And while you're there, Like we always say, be sure to subscribe and ring the bell. So anytime new content goes onto that page, you'll be able to be notified instantly. So once again, go to youtube.com slash the successful mind podcast, subscribe, ring the bell. So once that content hits, you'll be able to take advantage of it. Again, February 2nd is when that's going to start. You'll probably hear me mention that a few times in the lead up to that. And then after as well, we want to make sure you take full advantage of that and be on the lookout for it. So. There you go. Housekeeping. I usually don't start with housekeeping, but I thought it was a good idea since, uh, you know, we kind of like putting our stuff over there on this new channel we created. Yeah, for sure. So, well, speaking of that, so speaking of YouTube and Spotify's and all these other things we have going on in our life, you had approached me about talking a little bit today about some information about one of our, you know, most important influencers, not just in this room, but it seems to be growing across the country, Joe Rogan. Around the world. Around probably, the world, yeah. Yeah,
1: he's, he's he's the most important influencer in the world right now. Yeah, and he's
0: back in the news, right? Like, yeah. he's back in the news, and that's what you wanted to talk about today. So why don't we go ahead and take away?
1: Yeah, so, you know, he, um, the work that, that Rogan has been doing is getting out all over the world. Um, he, just, he recently did a podcast with Dr. Robert Malone, We've mentioned that before, right? And it's uh, it's got over like 50 million views. And he's <laughs> what's happening is that you know CNN um, and N- and MSNBC their ratings have dropped through the floor. Like they're under a hundred thousand, you know, views per episode or something. That's like insane. That. It's it ran. They were near a million last year. It's it, it, it's the just decline complete is tank. wrapped. Yeah, yeah. legacy media is tanking horribly. The most listened person in the world is Rogan, period, hands down. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, he's averaging about 11 million views per episode. Yeah, which is, which is so
0: shocking. When you think about that number and you think about how many people are tuning in and listening and taking his message the way they're taking it, 11 million is an astronomical number.
1: Yeah, and, and 50 million is even bigger. Because yes. that's what the Malone podcast apparently got. Yeah, us, about and that's, and and that
0: one, yeah, that's so crazy.
1: You know, the problem is, is that uh, legacy media is now scared and they're attacking him. Uh, it's a big they, smear. Yeah, campaign. They, yeah they, they, they said that they got like 270 doctors or something to sign a petition to say that he was putting out misleading and misinformation. Um, and the truth was, was that he didn't. Uh, even this even this so-called correction that he had, um, I forget the guy who he had on there, uh, the guy from Australia um, a few episodes ago, called him out on uh, a statement that he made. He said that that the people that get COVID are more likely to get heart have heart issues than people that get the vaccine. and Rogan, Argued the point, and they said, "Well, let's pull something up on." The guy said, "No, no, it's true. Pull it up." Anyway, the news actually came out. I think I think the Hill ran this yesterday, and they said that actually Rogan was right. That that a person, young people, have more of a chance of of having myocarditis uh, with the vaccine than they do from COVID, and. They have no idea what the numbers are if it doubles. Like if you get COVID and the vaccine, because now you, the vaccine is not pre- preventing people from getting COVID, how much riskier is that for, for young people? So it, there's this argument that's going on back and sure. forth. And, you know, one of the things that I've been really paying attention to is the idea that we have, you know, the legacy media wants to shut down a very specific voice, our country was built on the idea of debate, being able to talk about opposing opinions, different sides, work things out together. You know, that's that's what freedom of speech is, is that we have the opportunity to come to the table and speak our mind and speak what's important to us and ask questions about anything and everything. And it's getting to the point where it's getting so totalitarian that they're shutting down that voice. They want to shut down the voice completely, apparently, it's getting so prominent that it's being noticed. I mean, now it's starting to come to a head. People are realizing, based on um, everything that we've been told over the last two years, and so much of it is turning out to be bullshit, that people are looking to find out what is the truth about all these different ideas that are floating around. And Rogan has been touching on these things. Not from the point of giving an opinion. He's coming from the point of asking questions. He's a curious man. He wants to know the answers, the truth, like everybody else does. It just so happens that he is one of the first with the biggest platform to have very credible people on that have a different side of of this story, especially around COVID and, and the vaccines. And people are hearing, perhaps for the first time, a different opinion. They're seeing people stand up that are extremely credible with different studies. And this is causing a big stir out there. And um, I mean, now they're they're it and you saw this, right? They're calling for Spotify right. to shut him down. Right. Right. And and here's the th- here's the thing. This is the thing that concerns me. Anytime you have such enormous corporations calling to shut down a voice something is wrong there. And here's the reason why. If what Rogan was putting on the air was complete bullshit, nobody would pay attention to it. I mean, people would know that it's total bullshit. Nobody would pay attention to it. And they would move right on, right? People would not be... In order for him to get 50 million views from 11 million views, people are, are telling other people about what's happening?
0: Yeah, like listen, pay they're,
1: attention. Yeah, they're saying, listen to this. You need to listen to this. That is a lot of viral spread in order for that thing to blow up sure. the way that it's blowing up. So, and the thing is this, if you look into this information that the doctors are putting on these shows, you're finding out, you can find the information, like you can find the studies. They're not talking about things that aren't true. Now I haven't looked into every single thing that they've said, and we've got some, pri- some surprises coming up, uh, uh, on, on, uh, searching for the truth show Love the T's. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, can't yeah. So, you know, because I'm just as curious as Rogan right. is about this stuff. Yeah.
0: You're cut from the same cloth. Really. You are.
1: And you know, my whole, my whole thing in life is about looking for the truth. One of the people were asking me, like, how come I've kind of made a political turn here a bit? The reason is because I care about our country. I deeply care about the direction that we're going in, and I think that we're getting dangerously close to an edge we might not be able to come back from. There's a lot of people right now don't think we're going to come back from this edge. Like We've stepped so far over this line, and there's so many people that are bringing a totalitarian view to our country and to the voices in our country that matter and the, and shutting people down. The question is, can, can this be turned around? But if you think about if you think about somebody that's that has a voice that's so important that people are listening to, and there's such a concerted effort to shut him down, like so, think about this for a second. I think it was last week. Biden did an address to the nation, right? And he was talking about uh, Omicron and you know all that stuff. And he literally looked in the camera and made a plea to social media companies to shut down disinformation, misinformation individuals. And here's the problem. The the, the the legacy media, right? The mass media is not getting the viewership. It's not reaching everybody anymore. The only thing that is, is the tech companies. If the tech companies shut everybody down, nobody has a voice anymore because it's how we communicate with everything. Right. Right. So I understand that they're private companies and they have a right to approve or disapprove of whatever they want because they're private but when you have our leader saying, shut this voice down, we've got a real problem, T. We've sure. got a real problem on our hands.
0: Yeah, what are they afraid of? Like, what? what is the information that they're afraid of getting out? Because it's not in their control. I it's think that's the big control. thing. It's not in their control. Even though, you know, Biden had to be fact-checked back in this past summer when he was— providing disinformation or misinformation, if you will, to the American public well, he was around just fact COVID-19. Checked
1: last week when, yeah. he, when, when he was in Georgia and he was talking about um, uh, doing all of the voting stuff, he again told everybody that he was arrested, right? And it's been fact-checked like yeah. a million times. He was never arrested. Yeah, it's it, so, interesting. so he is lying. It, I mean, there was a whole list of things that they fact-checked him on and they were saying that, that, that it was complete BS, They have been consistent on this narrative, even when now you have the CDC coming out and saying that they made an error and this is wrong and they're, they're changing the information. They keep pushing the exact same thing as they have been for two years. They won't change the message. And we know the virus has changed. We know that there's more information about the vaccines. The mandates fell through with the Supreme Court and they just keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. And the fact that the leadership won't turn around and be transparent about what's true, I mean, that's just, it's it's extremely dangerous.
0: Yeah, and, and for people like you and, and I and Joe Rogan who are seeking the truth, it's important that we get that from the leadership in our country. And at the moment, we are not getting that. And you can definitely see. I, I have to believe that this is a good sign, though, that— A person like Joe Rogan is getting as many downloads as he is because, you know, for a while there and not too long ago, I was very, very concerned that the flood of legacy media was going to overtake everybody's opinion and and people were just going to be quiet and not speak up. But it seems to me that people are now starting to become awakened to the fact that they have been fed a load of bullshit on a lot of fronts and people like Joe Rogan who you know, has done what he's done and brought in people through curiosity has become the face of this so much so that now he has to have, you know, 24-hour security around him and all these other sorts of things. It's interesting to see that people are becoming more and more aware of the message and they're awake to it. And I think that's a good sign, right? Yeah,
1: I think it's a fantastic sign. And I think one of the things, or well, we know one of the things that has caused this curiosity is the fact that so many people who have been vaccinated, are getting COVID and spreading COVID. And people who were literally told, if you get vaccinated, you won't get COVID, and never heard any other message are going, what the fuck? How did I get this? I did everything that I was supposed to do. But there's this huge thing going on right now of people experiencing like deep shame, because they did everything the government told them to do, and they're still getting it. And some people are dying from it. And it's like, now they're going, well, wait a second. This is not what we were told. But they only listened to one voice. Right. And I don't blame them at all because this was the narrative that was put out. And they and they were told, don't listen to everything else. It's dangerous, don't do that. Come to find out that what they were being told and what they were being told specifically by mainstream media was flat out false, completely false. And they're not waking up to it. So anything, I think, like you said, more people are now looking for answers. They're realizing that something's not right. So they're starting to listen to what these other things are that are being, being talked about. And here's the thing that, I, that I've noticed, right? Because if I, if I saw something that was disinformation or misinformation, I would completely just ignore it. The thing is, is that most of the stuff that you, you hear being talked about that is different information... When you investigate it, you find out that it's either not off at all or just by very little. So the things, anything that is disinformation is just being like, nobody pays attention to it because people know what's bullshit and what's not. But when you start to have a different experience after you were told for a year and a half to two years that if you do this, you're gonna be safe and that the problem is the unvaccinated people in the country, which we now know that that's not the problem, problem is, is the vaccines don't do what they said that they were going to do. And people are now going like, well, now what do we do? Right. Right. And the safety is completely
0: gone now. That was their safety. Getting the jab it w- made them, in their minds, 10 foot tall and bulletproof. And they were completely and totally safe. And now you're finding out that that wasn't the case at all. It's not a true vaccine. You're right. having boosters over and over and over again. It gets very, very dicey. And the reality is, is people are probably more scared than ever now because that certainty is gone.
1: Yeah. So, one of the craziest things that I think I've ever seen, and it, and I knew this, but when you see it, it's a little bit different. So you watched the Jimmy Dore show. I did. Right, with Ro, where he talked about Rogan. Yes. So pull that up and see what date that was released on so we could tell people where to go check it out if, they, if they're interested.
0: Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Um,
1: and I'm pretty sure it was Dore that ran all the back-to-back brought to you by Pfizer stuff right?
0: He did. Back to back. It was one of the, it was one of the best parts of the 30 minute show for sure. I agree. So,
1: so here, so when we think about, we think about misinformation and we think about how is it that so many companies could be putting out the same message, like, because people go to a conspiracy theory, like, come on, how could all these companies intentionally be lying about something? Right. And then Jimmy Dore showed us, he ran
0: episode
1: clip after
0: clip yes. after
1: clip of different news stations and organizations where it says, brought to you by Pfizer.
0: Yeah, I, I, you wrote by it, Pfizer. I wrote it down in my notes as I was going through this. And I went through this episode. You sent it to me, and I went through this episode. It was from January 18th. January so go 18th. back in the YouTube feed. I'll, I'll link to it in the show notes below. But in January 18th, he put out this episode where he basically talked about Spotify being petitioned yeah. by 270 I'm going to use air quotes here for those of you watching uh, doctors that wanted to Spotify and censor Joe Rogan around spreading COVID misinformation, And they were using titles in their headlines, such as spreading false and societally harmful COVID-19 claims. He's a menace to public health, said the guardian, all these sorts of things. But what was interesting was getting back to what you were mentioning, all this brought to you by Pfizer or sponsored by Pfizer, they went through and I'm just going to name a few of them, but he went through, it was easily two or three minutes of just all these shows. CNN Tonight, This Week with George Stephanopoulos, Good Morning America, Meet the Press, CBS This Morning. There's even one that's Pfizer-sponsored the run-up to the royal wedding. Like, Pfizer is everywhere. He did
1: about 50 of them. He
0: did, and he just kept rolling and rolling. And, And, you know, Jimmy Dore, another, well, sort of, cut out of the same cloth as Joe Rogan is. He's a comedian. Mm -hmm. He's a very funny, intelligent man. But he, he, too, has some very strong opinions about what is happening. And this 270 doctors who are sending a petition that was sent to Spotify, he actually broke down in that episode that the people who are behind that aren't even medical doctors. The one woman, Jessica Rivera, he mentioned, just holds a master's degree- On the petition. On the petition. And And then the other individual is a PhD academic who researches psychiatry, and his name is Ben Rain. So it's interesting that the people who co-wrote the petition- under the guise that this is doctors, because you you call yourself a doctor, you're a PhD, you're a doctor, whether you're academic or medical, but when you see that as someone like me who reads a headline, I think immediately, oh, these are the people who are on the front lines. These are the doctors who are treating and seeing all these people that are coming in. That's my naivete that really gets a hold of me.
1: Yeah, And and it's like most of them aren't even doctors.
0: Yeah, and then some people change doctors to like medical experts in their titles because they were starting to get pushback. And another thing that Jimmy brought out that I thought was really cool, was seeing the dislike, wanting to remove the dislikes, because there was one video, and I believe it was either a CNN or a Today Show, that had a tweet that had more dislikes than it had likes on it, which goes to show you that people in legacy media are no longer buying into the stuff we're being fed. He
1: pointed out that's when, I think it was YouTube, removed that button. Right? Yes, was it exactly. YouTube or
0: Twitter? It was one of the, I, I'm not exactly sure. It may be Twitter because I know Twitter has been really big on putting, you know, false propaganda out there. And I think I, I'm not exactly sure. I don't want to say either way, but they did remove that button. They so it's no the longer button. there because yeah. the dislikes were far outweighing any likes yeah. they
1: were receiving against the message that the government wants propagated.
0: Exactly exactly so it was it was just fascinating and you know when you start talking about media ratings and you talked about you know Rogan getting 11 million views per episode yeah. just to put that into perspective cnn primetime which for much of my life has been the biggest news outlet ever like yeah. it was so huge when you know back when i was in high school and college and even beyond they get not even a million viewers per show. Right. Less than like eight hundred and eighty thousand per. That's show. last year. Yeah, last year's that's ratings, last and year. so that's probably even steeply declining. This year's from there.
1: ratings are about hundred thousand. That's insane. I checked before, before really? we did this. at there, it's about a hundred thousand. Yeah. So they've had such an they've had like a, a huge drop off from last year, and
0: it um, uh, blows my mind.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and none of the other news channels. Are are much behind. No, like, like MSNBC,
0: Fox News, none. Nobody's right. tuning into that anymore. And right. I, I, I wonder. You know, like I remember really early on when you know Trump was doing his run up to his presidency and the run for that office. There was a lot of discussion around fake news. And I think that back then, you know, we were made. We were starting to be made aware of the narrative that was being pushed by the people in the government yeah. that didn't want him in that seat. And the news was Russia constantly, G- yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then. So- You start to see now and you look back on it and you're like, you know what? He was actually spot on with what was being said because the people in power are going to be the ones who control the message. That is no longer seeming to be the case with legacy media really taking a deep, deep, deep backseat. They're not even on the bus anymore. That's how far off they are because of people like Rogan and Jimmy Dore and these other people who are putting out information. And you as well, David, about just getting people aware of what's going on in the world and making making their own decisions. Again, we're not here to change people's opinions, but we're here to make you think a little bit. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of what's going on with what Joe Rogan's influence is in this day and age. I mean, those are startling numbers.
1: Yeah, they are. And and I think that, it, it, the, as you said, the word's starting to get out. But what most people still don't realize is how much is actually going on right now that our companies, are not company, our country is in probably more danger than it's been since World War II.
0: And when, when you say that, what do you mean exactly by well, that? Well,
1: we've got the whole thing going on with Russia, okay? And um, there's, you know, there's a lot of questions about whether Russia is going to invade the Ukraine. Right. And, and they're just keep building up troops on the border. And apparently we're taking the stance that if they invade Ukraine, we're going to end up getting in a war with Russia, which is like the stupidest damn thing, sure. right? Um they're pushing buttons over there that don't need to be pushed. You know, the only thing, Putin just doesn't want Ukraine in NATO, you know, and we're saying that they need to be in NATO, but we don't really want them in NATO either from what I understand. So why are they pushing this, right? And then there's the whole thing with Crimea, like it's a crazy, crazy situation. And when you listen to the experts, they're all saying basically the same thing. And we're talking about generals, people that are in the military, advisors to the government, like we need to stop this because we're getting dangerously close to a line that we might not be able to come back from if, if it goes over. And apparently, uh, Putin's not backing down from this situation. Now, here's something that's also very interesting. You see, you see tremendous pushback from Putin. You see tremendous pushback from China, okay, and, um, You've got the president of France that is literally holding a banner up to China and the progress that they've made. And we all know what they're doing to their their people over there. And you didn't see this with Trump in office. Now, I'm not saying that Trump was a gem or anything. Sure, but
0: definitely had flaws.
1: It's what's fascinating about this stuff is to watch these governments react to whoever's in office. And they were all, they, you know, I mean, of course, the word was that Trump had no friends around the world as far as our allies in other countries, but they weren't doing this. And then you get somebody in there who shuts down our, everything Trump did to open up. Um, uh, uh, Just contact,
0: negotiation.
1: Well, no, no, I was actually going to talk about like the oil and the pipeline. Oh, yeah, and everything sure. Here. Absolutely. So. As soon as Biden got in office, he shut that down, but he opened it up in Russia. He opened up the pipeline in Russia, which is feeding them tons of money to be able to support these efforts that they're actually doing. So he shuts it down here, and he opens it up. He opens it up. He gives permission for it to flow in Russia, and he's literally just pumping billions of dollars into Putin's pocket over the situation, which gives him the ability to fund a military that can – do the things that supposedly we don't want them to yeah. be doing and then and then we complain about what it is that's going on but there's you know there's even been democrats that said that the nuclear option is on the table and forgive me i don't remember who actually said that but when i heard it i don't care if it's democrat republican i don't care anybody, who says yeah. it like that should never be on the no, table like no, it should not that's be. that's insanity it is it is mutual genocide for anybody to even be going in that Direction, so my m- m- my heart is like, thank God for Rogan. Yeah, thank God that he's that somebody out there. You know, and here's the thing about Rogan also. I mean, when you listen to him, he had never he never had any idea that his podcast would get this big. He just wanted to have a good time. Sure, you know, the idea was, uh, he, you know, basically he runs a man cave yeah. over there, and he's just interested in, in many many different topics. He's a seeker. Yeah. But now he has a voice that people are listening to, and I don't know how comfortable he is with it, but it's now in a position where he almost can't stop because people are counting on him to get a message out, at least to get people back into free thinking again so that we can have healthy debates and we can actually make really solid, healthy decisions, which we're not currently
0: doing. Yeah, yeah, that's a, it's a high-speed bullet train that is not stopping anytime soon as far as Joe Rogan is concerned. And that was going to be one of my questions to you. And this is pure you know, speculation on our parts and especially on your part, but do you think Rogan wants to be the face of this fight because every time so. yeah every time you go online right now it's Joe Rogan and and we're talking about the CNNs and all these other media outlets who are using Rogan's name i mean don't even get me started on the the ivermectin piece, you know, with the horse dewormer, which happened to win the Nobel Prize for Human Medicine only a few years ago. That was the biggest lie of all that CNN was propagating. That's but kind
1: of what started. The exactly. People. The Joe
0: Rogan connection. Yeah. And then they started coming over. So actually that ivermectin stuff probably exploded Rogan's yeah. numbers to where he is today. Yeah, well,
1: but he caught, C, you know, he had Sanjay Gupta on. Yeah. And Sanjay Gupta basically said that CNN lied.
0: Yeah. About yeah. it, and we you know. did a great podcast on that one. Be sure to go check that out. I'll yeah. link to that in the notes below. That we was did. a good episode So that.
1: when Rogan saw that, even though he thinks Gupta is a great guy, and Gupta does seem like a great guy. Sure. But for whatever reason, his mind is skewed in one direction, even when Joe showed him facts, then he had on Peter McCullough, right? And then people looked at what McCullough was saying, and they're like, how could the most published doctor in the world be saying these things that are almost polar opposite to what they're putting out as far as the information we're supposed to be following. Like it doesn't sound like somebody with that kind of credibility would be doing that, right? And then he talked about, and then McCullough talked about Merrick and some of the most, well, most respected doctors that we've ever known. And then of course he has on Robert Malone.
0: Right. Right. Who, um, like that episode that's got to go down in history easily right now. If you haven't
1: watched that episode, you've got, you got to watch it. Just, I don't care whether you agree with it or not. Watch it so that you have an idea what the other side of the story is. Because I'll tell you this, you, you're not making a decision if you only have one side of the story. You're not, you are being told what to think. So even if you disagree you need to hear what the other side is, so that you can disagree from critical thinking, right? Because when you're just hearing one message, you're not critical thinking, and that's the whole mass formation psychosis thing that Malone talked about. Yes, that uh, that Matthias Despit uh, yeah. talked about, and 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 you can see it. You can absolutely see it happening. You know the the idea when you get one message drilled in and it's fear for 2 years and there's no other way to go you're open to whatever message is is most prominently being sent to you and then you start thinking according to that message. I mean, we do the mindset stuff here right. all the time. We know exactly how that works. Yeah, um,
0: yeah, and we're getting, and this is good because you know we're we're really getting to pimp out our show because just last week you did an episode on mass formation that's I live did. in your feed, and we kind of talked about that. And I think what's important to know in those situations is we are being led. If you don't have both sides of the of you know the the story, like you said, you are being led right. whether you like it or not. So it's good to have both sides of the story. It's good to have a place to go to get the information. Um, circling back, I don't think that Joe Rogan ever went into this expecting to be the face of the you know misinformation age and the COVID-19 no. and all these other sorts of things. However, because of his insight and because he's willing to bring in people to tell their side of the story, whereas the legacy media will not right. have those people on. They've been banished from most social platforms. They're, not, they're persona non crata. They're radioactive. Nobody on those areas of legacy media wants to touch them rogan opens them with welcome you know welcomes them with open arms allows them to come in tell their story he doesn't agree with everything they say and like you said he's sort of the the uh the neutral party that just allows people this to share their information until there's bullshit that
1: comes up. right well you know here's something that they also forget to mention and they actually accuse him of not doing is having people with the opposite message right And it's, I mean, he's had a bunch of people with the opposite, including Sanjay Gupta. Exactly. He gave these people a forum to say what was going on. But the problem is, is that, you know he he even said that he's asked people to come on and debate each other, and he yeah, can't get he the other side it. to do it. Yeah, you know, so well, that would
0: be groundbreaking. That would be huge. I mean, I can't imagine if the, if the Malone episode's up to fifty million downloads, and that was from a few weeks ago. What would it be like if you brought on and had a debate of sorts? You know, those presidential debates leading up to when we elect our our leader, those are pretty heavily watched by they people. Are. So it would be cool to see people that aren't in a presidential realm that, but they are do have conflict viewpoints however they can reach across the table and say all right let's go ahead and get at this so it's not just a shouting match back and forth i'm right you're wrong it's more of a maybe i should learn to think a little bit differently about this and you never know and getting back to the sanjay gupta joe rogan episode um gupta was afraid like he was you could tell he was scared going into it but by by the time midway through that that episode, those two, he was starting to question a lot of what he was doing, which was interesting. And he was even saying, man, CNN's probably going to kick my ass for this because of what I'm saying to you. I thought I was going to be punched by you. I thought you were going to put me in a rear naked choke. And it's just interesting to see that when you sit down and you, you, you pull away some of, you know, the, the conceptions that you have about another person and just have a conversation, let's have a conversation about it. There's some good things that can come out of that. Absolutely. And the fact that we're talking about it, I think that's, that's the best piece of all. So,
1: and again, you need to hear both sides so you can critically think because you're not thinking if you only hear one side, you're being told what to do and that's how you react and respond. I mean, if a person just tells you one thing and they say, it doesn't matter what you hear from the other side, it's wrong. And you don't ever go listen to that. You're not making a decision.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, what's interesting is, you know, you, you talk about trying to find the facts and find the truth and it's so muddy where you go to to find the truth. Like even today I was doing some initial run-up to this recording and I was, I went on, you know, factcheck.org or whatever yeah. and immediately my head went to who's behind this site? And I, I don't know anything about it. I've never really gone on it, but... Every time I click through into a news story or I click through into like fact check, there is a part of my brain that I'm initially, and this is probably over the last couple years, I'm immediately skeptical about where this information is coming from because I just don't know where to get truthful information. I don't like that about me right now. And I'm sure a lot of people out there probably feel the same way. Where do you go for accurate information? And I think people like Rogan are doing their best to spread that message. It's not misinformation. You can go back and fact check what he said, and it turns out to be true. Right. If anything, I think legacy media now has some catch-up to do to earn the trust back and also I to be able to... I, yeah, they're probably too far. You, you talked about going over a cliff. That's probably too far gone for yeah, them. Yeah,
1: at least in the short term. It's, yeah. it's not going to happen. But, you know, once, you dis, once, the, once the public finds out that they were intentionally deceived you're basically done yeah, at
0: that point. Exactly. So, and they f- people feel deceived right now. Yeah. I'm yeah. just
1: grateful that, that Rogan has got the courage to do what he's doing because I think that um, he's the one voice that uh, is getting out there and gives people the opportunity to to really critically think about what's happening and, and make a decision for what they want to do for themselves. And that's what we need.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Keep doing your thing, Joe. Keep doing your thing, Jimmy. And uh, we'll just keep on listening to all sides of the stories but making sure we're getting the right information and seeking the truth is a big deal. Think right.
1: for yourself people.
0: There it is. Thanks David. All right. All right. There you have it everyone. Spotify Under Siege: The Death of Legacy Media and the growing influence of Joe Rogan. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please do us a favor. Leave us a comment down below. Let us know what you think about what we talked about. We ran the gamut of a lot of different things there. And remember, the key to this is think for yourself. We are using this platform to provide you with an opportunity to think for yourself and get the best information you can. We don't always have the best information and we're fully authentic and truthful in that. We're not here to spread any misinformation. We're just trying to get people to wake up to the fact that things are changing and we want you to be fully aware. That's what a successful mind does. So once again, do us a favor, subscribe, ring that bell and check us out on the next successful Mind podcast. See you then.